Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Blackfish Finals with me, Robert. With me, Pete. And that Mo. You know the deal. Full furnace, baby. We is here, we is here. One, two, three, three, two, one. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. gosh. It's past my bedtime. I can't even lie. My eyes are burning. But well, it's burning because we're in the furnace, hey. in the fire with the flames. Come on. Eyes are burning because I see the fire. So come back, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in death. Come on. Pew, pew, pew. Nah, I was going to say he's in hell, but okay. Bro. Wow. Bro. <laughs> wow. <laughs> hey. All right. So is it Robert? Is it Robert's in the hot seat. Robert is in the hot seat. I know that Peter, Peter was packing something for him last week. Oh. I did have something. It's a two part oh. question. Can I go? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Peter, Robert, be gentle. Chief, be gentle. Chief, chief nah, fam. Peter's going in. Bear back. No lube. <laughs> <laughs> Raw. <laughs> That's just cruel. That's just cruel and unnecessary. That's what I'm saying. Anyway. <clears throat> Two-part question. Here's a foreplay. <laughs> you softening you up, fam? <laughs> mm-hmm. Is, all the uses were going. <laughs> in your opinion, in your opinion, is unfollowing someone offensive? No. No. Okay. So, if you have a friend, an acquaintance maybe, so not quite friend, but you know the person, they know you, you follow them on social media. And they've had, for lack of a better word, a glow up. And in their arriving, they started wearing, you know, more TikTok leggings, less normal stuff. Okay, okay. If you, oh, I'm presuming, but if you find that sort of thing a bit of a temptation Mm -hmm. and you choose to unfollow them and they take it, some way so they consider it you know a bit hostile what would your explanation be to them as to why you unfollowed it um to be fair considering you i should probably ask if you would unfollow them because you probably wouldn't but for the purpose of the question oh no oh no people have unfollowed even on whatsapp because they've just been doing too much too much too much yeah so so what would your explanation be to them should they consider your unfollowing a bit hostile? No. Well, it seems like we're talking about babes, to be honest. And of course, I'm sorry. <laughs> if, you, if you follow the guy wearing if I'm the... leggings, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, to each their own. Yes, I'm talking about babes. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I don't. I don't think there's any babes in my life right now that would feel a way if I unfollowed them from something. I don't know what that means about your relationship with the base now, but yeah. Yeah, it's but, it's it's like simmered down. Mm. Like I'm not I'm not in the pocket like I used to be. This is a smart guy. This is a smart <laughs> guy. <laughs> Ways have changed. But if 
if I was someone, like the, the yeah. only person who I think might feel the way would be Henrietta. Okay. Man dropped names. Yeah. He did. He did. Shout out to Henry. I don't know if she's wearing TikTok leggings. I think I follow her, but I don't check my social media enough. No, to. she's not. She's not. But yeah. if she was, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Shout out to Henry. <laughs> So, so hypothetically, you follow someone, they're starting to reveal too much. You unfollow. What's your explanation? Should they find it hostile? I think first of all, first of all, I I don't owe anyone an explanation as to why I unfollow them. If I unfollow, I unfollow. If it was someone from like my 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 inner circle, um, I think it would depend on the person. Like like okay. so, so, some people I can have that conversation with and said yo I was finding it a bit raw. For some people it, it, it would just get weird. So so I'll just say um, I'd like <laughs> make up an excuse to be honest. My app glitched. I'm like oh did it? What happened? I didn't even know that happened. That's crazy. Are you gonna follow me back? Nope. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, when I get home, you know, the battery's low, battery's low. So it's 90% fun. But I think my question back to them is, why was my unfollow so um, so much of a thing for them? Because if it's Insta, they saw the numbers de- decrease. And they're like, right, nah. who unfollowed me, fam? Nah, bro, when, when you get to a certain level, like, one less follower doesn't matter. Like, you know the kind of person you, you'd have to be to be Upset because one person unfollowed you. Well, if, if you have, if you only got like 20 follows, and then you one day you log in and it's 19, then obviously you're doing something wrong to still be on 20. And they're trying to do something right with the nah. leggings and that. Nah, if if, 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 if I'm going to follow you, it has to be something interesting, or I have to be interested in what, what's, what's going on in your life. Like even on even on WhatsApp, I've got like bad people muted because I don't care yeah. about your <laughs> your statuses. Random statuses is trying to do too much. I'm just like, yeah, man. yeah. Like if and there's and, and there's even people whose numbers I've deleted so that they don't come up on, on, on my WhatsApp whatsoever. But because I know I'm never gonna need you for anything. Or if I do, I know we've got a chat somewhere down there, so I can just, <laughs> I can just be searching for it. There's, there's, there's quite a few people on Instagram, actually, that have muted their stories. Yeah. And there's a couple of people have actually muted their pages. So I'm still following them, but their stuff don't come up on my feed. Mm. That's Do you think that's because you're not brave? Hmm? Do you think that's because you're not brave? Nah, you because not it's, it's not that we're not brave, but it, it's more so that, like, I'm cool with you. I just don't vibes with what you're trying to... What you're trying to do on socials mm. and when it's like i'm in a space where i can talk to you but i know i know where your head is at yeah no okay so that that's that's fair enough i i i don't know i haven't muted okay i've muted one person's thingy on my um on my whatsapp stories because again yeah i feel like they're hypocrite and i don't want to see what they're posting because <laughs> Yeah, but uh, no, okay, oh, fair enough. And fair. I love this new archive feature on, on WhatsApp. It's so brilliant. What, what's the archive feature? So now, like when you are, so like you know how, how before, if you archive someone, when mm. they message you, they will, they will come out of the archive and be on the message. 
I didn't know you could archive at all, so I oh. didn't do that before. Well, now you can yeah, archive. I don't know what archiving and is. In it's like context taking what's taking that? like someone's like chat off your like main main like, feed essentially. Oh, main feed okay. Yeah. And now there's a feature where even if they they message you, if they're archived, the message won't show on your feed, but it'll just show like a little a notification that one of your archive chats has messaged you. Okay. That might <laughs> side chicks are back to your archive boy. <laughs> Side I wish it was something as exciting as side chicks. It's bare. Hey, I love no, you don't, roots. Peter. No, you don't. You are happily married. Fair but point. that's a fair point. <laughs> it's it's bare alumni groups and random groups that are about to get side archived. Guys, archive your chats. Peace of mind. I just delete them. Yeah, but some you can't delete. Like there yeah, are a couple. If there are a couple family you, groups I wish yeah. I could just delete. Yeah. I'll update oh, cool. your number and then just delete it. But yeah, my question. Oh, Peter, are yeah. you happy with that? You happy with that? Cool, he's happy. Yeah. So I'm happy good. he's speechless. Not, not quite, but yeah. So my question is, I think I've asked this question to Peter, but I would be dope to catch your perspective of it. Um, if someone is to deny the the gifts of the spirit mm-hmm. um so like prophecy healing all of them things there someone wants to deny the gifts of the spirit macarthur okay you know like that shout out to johnny how, how would you go about that conversation the person is just like yo like the gifts were are done they were just for the apostles like us men aren't living in that space no more prophecy is dead um, we've got Jesus, we don't need prophecy anymore, like all of that. How would you go about a conversation? Um, I think that I would go about it by saying that if they were just a temporary thing, they wouldn't be listed in with the fruits of the spirit. I think I would start there. And I think, and, and then I think I'd also talk about how when you start saying certain parts of the Bible are dead, especially when it comes to New Testament, then what argument do you have when people say, no, this part of the Bible, this part is, 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 is no longer relevant and stuff. Um, so it's either you accept it or you, you don't accept it. <laughs> I, think, I think the argument is that they, they accept it, but they almost say that period is now done. And so that that was for the dem- that was for the like it, it it lived during the apostleship times, but now that that time is no longer like the apostles are no longer living, and so those gifts are no longer living. I'd ask them to use the Bible to to tell me how they came to that conclusion. Because no, people people have good well, I think good yeah. they have well thought out arguments on this, and Being what? they can make the argument from the Bible. Um, so so there's one in Hebrews that speak that says, um, before the Son, God spoke through prophets, um, but now through the Son, He like the complete message of God is now here, and He has no need to speak through prophets anymore because He has spoken through His Son. And so they hold on to that and say, like, he doesn't, he doesn't need a prophet. He's spoken through Jesus. The full revelation of who God is has come through Jesus. And so we don't need prophecy. The Bible says that God doesn't use prophecy anymore because he's, he, the fullness of his revelation has come through his son. 
But you can make that argument. But 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 you can make the argument about anything else, like any other gifting in the Bible. Like you can say, okay, Jesus came. So there's, there's so if and if through him the fullness of it was completed, then we have no need for that this evil. I think my thing is that because it's grouped with like other giftings, you can't like wipe out part of the gift and say no, this part is done. At least for me, mm. it's either you take all the gifts or you don't believe any of the gifts. That's what I would say. Okay. Okay. I'll 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 accept that for now. But I may come back. <laughs> I may push. I may push you on it later on. Okay. Um, I knew I threw you. I threw a span in the works with, with that for you. Um, yeah. I'm gonna do some research on that. Yeah. It seems, I, like, it I seems think, like an interesting think, topic. Yeah. I think um, getting, having if you were able to give it more thought, I think knowing you, and just knowing the topic as loosely as I do, I do believe that you can come in for something a lot stronger. Okay. Oh, I got homework. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, your thoughts. I think Peter's doing research right now. I'm, I'm trying to look for their um, arguments for that, for cessation theology. Mm. Um, my thing is, though, nowadays, is um, stuff like miracles and, and gifts of the Spirit and things. It's, it's, easy to, it's easy to theoretically reject them if you haven't experienced it. Yeah. I have, and thus it will be, well, come to church with me. Let's pray for you. Let's see if God has any words for you. If you see it in action and you want to say whatever, fine. The, the other thing is, at the end of the day, that's not what's good, getting you to heaven. So to some extent, for me, it's as much a problem as choosing not to eat certain foods. You know, I'm like, mm. I'm not going to beef with you over this. I have seen the gifts of the spirit work in my life. I have received words that have come true. I have seen healing. I've seen, um, I, I, I've seen gifts of um, words of prophecy, words of knowledge. I've experienced that. And I believe, not just I believe, because, well, that's what Christianity is, is belief. But I've seen those things being manifested in my life. And I will say those things to anyone. I will share those gifts with anyone if I can, if the opportunity presents itself. And therefore, if you don't believe it and you believe that Jesus is the Christ, then cool. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm at a point now where I don't really care too much for the theological arguments. So I feel like it's somewhat a waste of time, especially if regarding stuff like this, it's as simple as here's a word for you. You, you don't have to believe it, but if mm. I'm telling you stuff that I have no business knowing and you are going to dismiss that, then good for you. If that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I can vouch for that. I've I've heard someone describe prophecy as almost like being a postman. Um, mm. I'm only charged to deliver the, the message. I'm not charged with how you take it. Yeah, exactly. I'm not charged with how That's, you read it. Yeah. I'm not even charged to peek into the content of the message to to kind of decipher it. Blah blah blah. It's just like yeah. yo, like there's this mail that needs to be delivered. Yeah. You're the person that's addressed to you, so here's your mail. Whatever yeah. you do with it is down to you. Yes, that's um, exactly it. Yeah. It is crazy because you have people that will make, like I, I 
watch this guy um on youtube i can't remember his name pastor something he's a really good guy like he's a really good theologically minded guy and he was making that argument for this sort of thing and also for the existence of the offices the offices of prophet teacher mm-hmm. the fivefold and he was saying he was you know he was giving his like really good deconstruction of the whole thing and it just occurred to me it's like why am i paying attention to this when I have literally seen it at work in my life. Like, why? Why am I wasting this hour listening to this guy make a very eloquent claim? But that's, I've actually seen at work. Like, I've been in services where we're praying and something's in my mind to say. There's there's a word to say, and I'm sort of worried about saying it. And then someone else says the exact same thing, which we have no business of knowing. And then I'm able to come and say, oh, yeah, no, just to confirm that. And I'm saying it like I'm confident, no, just to confirm. But I wouldn't have said it if you hadn't said it first. And we can see the same spirit working. Why am I wasting time listening to someone make a, a passionate argument about why this thing doesn't exist anymore? And I'm like, cool, if it doesn't exist for you, fine. Mm. You know, buy one, get one free, and you're leaving one on the table. Go, I'll take it. It's cool. So, yeah. That's, that's sort of my disposition right now. Sweet. Yeah. I'm going to go find the answer because I like to win. So I'll be back with my. I said he likes to win. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Great. All right, let's get into our topic for today. So I thought it'd be fun to talk about what's the name? Shimima Begum. Who? The ISIS bride. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, let me look for ISIS Pride. <laughs> so basically, she was one 16-year-old who went to go and marry one. Oh. And one ISIS I heard of this in passing. I yeah. heard of this in passing. And yeah, and she's like left ISIS. I think she was she was in Bangladesh. And obviously she went to ISIS. So she, like Britain said, no, you're not Britain anymore. And Bangladesh said, no, you're not. <laughs> you're not a citizen of this country. So now she's kind of stuck with no country or citizen. Or citizenship to, to, to like any country, and she's there saying that she's sorry. She didn't know what she was doing. She was groomed and all of this and all of that, and she wants to be tried um, as a Briton by British law, and even if it means um, going to prison, cool, whatever. But she just wants to come back to Britain and be a British citizen again. <laughs> but the British government saying, "Nope, <laughs> you made our problem." So right now she's in the Syrian uh, refugee camp. <laughs> but the thing is, yeah, the first time she stepped out to say that, there were men that were literally like, yo, we're going to kill you. Like, facts, we're going to kill you. She's I Because yeah. now they're like, yo, you're just on a joke team. You're just on a joke team. You've, you've come into the inner circle and now you're trying to shake the thing, and you're trying to go back to them, man, the infidels, and try to talk our business. Nah, we're chefing you up. Yeah, because ISIS isn't winning anymore, so <laughs> it's, it's not fun to be on the losing side. She had, she had a, she had a baby as well, so now her baby's life is at risk. Yeah, yeah, she went, she, 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 she went over there with two other um, Muslim girls from from Britain. They both died in like suicide bombing attacks. And now it's just her. And she's been accused of 
stitching um, suicide bombers into their vest so they can't get out of it. Um, when when the Manchester bomb- bombings happened, she was saying how it was justified and all of this. And now she wants to come back to the British shores. Yeah, fam. Obviously. And I don't think anyone is wanting to take... Um, I'm, sh- I'm sure there are people who want to take her back. But they ain't the ones with the power. Nope. My, my thing as well is, yeah, like my stance on this is, if you are to come back, what sort of life do you think you're going to live? Like... If, if you are to come back, if you are to be allowed back into Britain, life is going to be very difficult. I'm sure they survive. Bro. There's enough racist white people that will happily end the thing. Before you went to ISIS. And now you're trying... Yeah, bro, it's going to be, it's going to be a lot. Like, p- picture that. Your kid goes to school... You go to do the school run. They see that, oh, swear, is that your mom? Yeah, okay. It's peak for your kid. Honestly, I struggle to see why this is, like, news in the first place. Like, how many people leave to go and join ISIS? And I feel like if you go and join ISIS, then bye-bye, that's it. Like, you shouldn't, I don't know, maybe I'm too, I'm being too simplistic about it. But I feel like you went and joined a terrorist group. You should be on a watch list. And if we catch you, we should put you in jail or work you over for information. It should be as simple as that. But what about, yeah, but what about Mercy, Peter? What about, what about Grace? Yeah, well, this is not a Christian government. This oh. is a <laughs> secular <laughs> government. Oh. <laughs> okay, if this were a Christian government, would, would, your, would your feelings still be the same? If this was a Christian government, then we'd be trusting God for protection and not, you know, um, sort of militaries and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, it'll be different then, but this isn't a Christian government. If it was a Christian government, yeah, forgiveness. I mean, Christian government, there's sort of Christian government in churches and they should take all sorts. They there's should sort take all of Christian sorts. Christian governments in churches. Sort of. mm, yeah. but, but, but should they take all sorts if taking all sorts will cause a liability for the people who are already there? Yeah. But the church is the only place where both um, ah, what's the what's the word um, predators and prey are present. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I say and, only place like religious institutions. Yeah, um, yeah. So like in the church, you will find, for the most part, both like a murderer and someone whose family is like family members been killed in yeah. the same space. Of course, there should be like wisdom and, and there should be, you know, safeguarding in place to, you know, take care of people and make sure that, yes, we accept all, but yeah. we, we, we are taking measures to sort of protect people. Um, but at the same time, the church is the one place where everyone should come. I, I think I have a line that says, um, Christianity is the only one where our brokenness is prerequisite. And therefore, yeah. Being broken, being a broken person is part of the whole point of coming to God. It's our brokenness that brings us to him. Therefore, it should be able to take all people. What that looks like, I think, is is different, you know, obviously. But no, I think it, it should be able to take all people. And a government of a secular nation, such as one, you know, such as Britain, I think doesn't have to 
shoulder that burden. You seem almost happy saying that, Peter. Not necessarily happy. I just don't see why this is news. Like the same amount of attention that goes into people being concerned with this girl going to join ISIS, I think should be given to the, you know, disenfranchised young black people that are forced to join gangs and we should give them the same amount of resources that are being spent on looking at this person's story put them into youth groups to help them give them education you know sort out the 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 wage difference in you know society in certain communities so they can also have access to good education and maybe not have to resort to that to live yeah i just think it's rubbish i think i guess the problem with, with like the whole black people thing is like it's very hard to well, it's it's easier when it's like a single face, as compared to like a people group. You know? Fair, fair. That's, and that's why Madeline McCain got all that screen time mm. when people go missing all the time. Mm, mm. I also think it's easier to do something if there isn't an inherent um, bias against it or something to gain. So I'm part. I'm part of the. I'm part of the camp, and I'll say this: I'm part of the camp that feel like the powers that be, however you want to describe that, um, has something to gain by this the um, the social structures, mm. and so sometimes it's not in the government's best interest to ensure that Tyrone gets the best education mm. as opposed to Billy <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. so they just won't um, work in such a way that social economic structures are um, like up, up, upturned or like just restructured because it's just not in their favor. Now, yes, there are conditions and things that we can do to kind of move ourselves out of this but fundamentally like everything that we can do in our power is not going to change um institutionalized racism the institution needs to be needs to be changed like there needs to be a whole upheaval revolution you know like that so we can do all that we can do to alleviate some of our situations, but unless the systems in place themselves aren't changed, then it's, yeah, it becomes a bit mad. No, I was, I was going to ask how you would feel about, you know, like a, like a, like a black and brown only area in London. But now I just realised that's Africa. <laughs> Hey, well, that used mean? to be Brixton. Pardon? That used to be Brixton. Yeah, but then gentrification happens. That's the thing. Things. That's the thing. So, in the areas that were predominantly Afro-Caribbean, were the areas that you would find um, heavy drug use, heavy um, violence, um, like the sheer difference between you won't find a corner store in a rich ends, but you will do in poor ends. 
You know what? I feel I feel like the rich people be taking drugs just as much as the poor people do. Bro, when I, when I lived on ends, yeah, when I lived on a block, I used to see man them pulling up. I, I say man, I used to see white folk pulling up in these like rich, expensive cars, and the shutters were coming out, shutting to them, and then they were just driving off. So obviously, like you man are coming to our ends to come get your fix. And it, yeah, and so yeah, it's, it's, it's like, probably cheaper than what they're gonna get if they went to their white friends. Um, but yeah, I just I almost just see it as like, just yeah, it's we're getting penalized for stuff. That yeah, no, it's, it's yeah, I can't I can't really articulate. My mind is on the dessert right now. But yeah, you know, I was watching I was watching the beginning of this documentary on Netflix yesterday on the new TV, Fifty Five Inches. <laughs> Had to slide that in, didn't we? Had to, man. Had to. And I was talking about the Thirteenth Amendment in America, where where slaves got given their freedom, but then there was a clause except for if um, they commit a crime. Mm. And so after the Thirteenth Amendment got, got 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 created, they were just like arresting bare black people for for like very minor things like jaywalking, and and them things there, so that the slaves that they lost through this amendment, they were getting back as prisoners. Yeah. And that's the reason why, like, the, the, the prison population in America has just, like, got so many black people in it. Yeah, because that, that was the part of the whole institution of the police, isn't it? It was really cheap labour. So you go and get these guys back. Yeah. It's a shame. Uh, America is uh, it's not the pinnacle of um, human decency, really. So, if, if if America was gone, the amount of problems we wouldn't have in this world. No, I think I think I think well, I think Britain Britain did pretty well. The British Empire was pretty vast. Like they weren't they weren't saints themselves. Mm. So. They weren't saints, but I don't think they were as bad as. And as conceited as Americans are. Look at how small Britain is and look at what they did to Because we're powerful. You and who? You you and he's powerful. He's kings. We come from kings from queen. Come from that lineage. Wait, who are you talking about right now? Great Britain. Land of the Greats and me. (laughs) Bro. So if you was close to me, take yourself back to Kumasi. If it was close to me, just relax. If I was close to Robert, I swear I'll choose violence right now. What you don't feel proud of being British? We're gonna go into this thing again. Oh no, no, I don't I don't feel proud to be British or to be black or to be a, a guy. Yeah, I feel, yeah. Do, I'm, I'm one of them ones. I'm non-binary. <laughs> <laughs> Your pride is non-binary. I'm so if, if the queen wanted to knight you for like all the great things you did, you wanna go and get knighted. Every part of the British Empire. No. Do you know what? How, about think, you, how about you, Moses? I think recognition for things that I have done within the space that I am living is different from asking me if I am proud of where I have, like, coincidences dropped me. This is the thing. This is the thing. Because at the end of the year, saying I'm proud of where my mom was when. It was time to go to give birth. Yeah. Like, 
So like, obviously, I, I came over from Ghana. Mm. And I've, I've been fortunate enough to, to gain citizenship and stuff like that. And for that, I, I appreciate it. Um, oh, were you illegal before? No. Mine came through, mine came through through the legit... Legitimate, legitimate paths, mate. <laughs> well, you're stammering a bit there. Fam, before Moses we married someone to get citizenship. Before we married to get citizenship. Background searches and stuff. James Green Card. Then man tried to do me dirty. Fam, fam it's, it's peak. I got stories, but I ain't gonna say it right now. Fam, they tried to do me dirty on the borders. In a, in a in a college on a college trip, they tried to do me dirty on the borders. <laughs> Try to do me dirt. So obviously, all the men them on the trip, right? Like just looking at man laughing. Oh, stress. Yeah, it was peak. But yeah, man's man's here. Um was that before the red passport? That that was with the red passport. Red passport, yeah. Oh boy. That was with the red passport. They don't care. Oh, con- no, Moses, the passport was burgundy. Hey, you did, you I, like, did. I like, I like, I like you did that well. No I like that. Hey, that might be the picture, you know. Burgundy <laughs> passport, that might be the picture. Still. <laughs> um, you know, but I, I think when I talk about being proud of being British, I, I think I'm talking more of being proud of the culture that you've created within the. Place what that culture? you're in. What culture? But, but huh? that's a if that if you're talking about culture I've created, what does that have to do with being British? No, 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 no. It, because it's the, it's the culture that you've created as a result of being in Britain. So the culture that we're in now would be very different if all three of us were in had, had been raised in Ghana. So I lived I lived for ten years in Ghana, eight to eighteen. The yep. culture that I had there was when I wake up in the morning on a Saturday, I go out of the house, straight down to the last house on my road. I go and wake up my friends over there. I say hi to their mom. I call their mom, auntie. We go down to the basketball courts and we go and play basketball. We come back. I sweep the front of my house. We go and play video games, whatever. I was much happier with that culture than this one where, okay, actually where I live now, I know everyone on my street, but the next street along, I know no one because everyone in Britain stays on their own. What culture am I supposed to be proud of over here? I think you're looking at culture like too. You know what? <laughs> it's like the culture of, of what, what makes you you and what makes you. All of those things have nothing to do with being British. No. What makes me me is Jesus Christ and 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 living a life guided uh, by tenets no, of the Bible. Because you were you before Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was a sinner, yeah. dead in my sin before Jesus Christ. Yes. <laughs> No, 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 really. What, what, what culture can you articulate? Like, what? Bro, what, what you're saying is the environment in, or the environments in which you've grown up in have shaped who you are. Yes. And so, you know, just by virtue of living in wherever you've lived in, all of these spaces have shaped you. They shape the way you talk, the way you walk, the way you act. All of them have shaped you to some degree. Even mm. like access to, to martial arts. That's mm. by virtue of where you're living currently. Okay, okay, okay. And so all of these things have shaped you. And so are you proud of the way that all of these things have shaped you, including faith? Like just well, by virtue you become of where as a person. Are, by virtue of where you are, you, you gain access to certain things 
um, in terms of preaching, sermons, um, relationships in which your faith has grown, all of these things have shaped you as a person. And by virtue of them shaping you, you have had some impact in shaping them. So that you shaped us, you shaped people at church, you shaped different things. So are you proud of that ecosystem? I, th- I think I think the word I would more associate with the feeling I have towards that is gratitude as opposed to pride. If that makes sense, I'm more grateful for, as you articulated, the things that I have had access to by virtue of being in Britain. But I don't know if it's pride. I don't know if there's something I can say. I am proud of this. You know, I'm. I. I don't know. I'm proud of the fact that, despite years of slavery, you know, and 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 racism, my dad was still able to find a job as a lecturer and a nurse and work his, his face off so that he could, you know, provide. I'm proud of that. I'm proud of him overcoming going to a job interview and them saying, oh no, you're giving to you're giving a job to someone called Mr. Finn. And him going like, yeah, I'm Mr. Finn. And then go, oh like, hold on. Sorry, it was someone else. Bye. He is yes. not you. I'm proud of that, of the fact that he overcame that. I'm not proud of the fact that we have a queen that sits there and does nothing. Or the fact that there's drama in the royal family with Prince Redheads. No, I'm not proud of that. I don't care about that. I'm not proud of what Britain did when it colonized so so many other people that we still celebrate with Commonwealth Games. I mean, oh yeah, the queen is looking at, oh, I used to own all of these people. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not proud of that. And I don't care about that. You know, that's not been the highlight of, of, um, of my view of history. That's been the low point, if anything. Yeah, but, yeah, but those parts that, that you, you, you were talking about, even though they've been part of history, they haven't, been, they haven't really been part of your history. No, they haven't. No, the, the, the extent of it to me is, is my, my, like, my, like I said, my dad. I haven't faced real racism like they did you know I still get the clutching purses I still get the random looks I still get the expectation that I'll speak be a certain way stopping searches I still get those but I I haven't had it like that and that's why I'm more proud of what my dad was able to do and what they their generation was able to do because I think they were much closer and they are those I have access to but myself and then that's why pride is a is a hard word to use I, I i'm more grateful what do you mean by closer so i have contact with them with my dad and they were much closer to like my dad was how old was he he was maybe 15 when ghana gained independence mm. in 1957 so he he was there he saw it he saw that okay we're now no longer a colony of this country that came stole people from us you know like he was much closer to that and so my my only real sort of interaction Britain Britain was yeah so Britain Britain was uh we were a colony of Britain but I think the first slave traders were Portuguese Mm. that came to to the shores of Ghana but we were a colony of Britain um and and so for me my only sort of contact with that sort that time of history is through my dad who was closer yeah. to it and that's why I say my pride is with him overcoming that you know coming to this country going through everything that he went through you know literally that example I gave is a literal thing he went to an interview and, and was told that um, and, and then coming through all of that and still achieving what he achieved mm. that I'm proud of but I, what, like I don't know I, I don't 
pride isn't the isn't the word I'll use. I, I would say I'm more yeah. grateful for the opportunities. I think I think what what leaves a sour taste in my mouth as well, whenever it comes to pride being being a Brit or being British, is that there is this pride around the Commonwealth. There is mm. this pride around Great Britain. There is this pride around like the things that like Britain has achieved in colonizing and doing these things and blah, 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 and the wealth of the queen and stuff. And it, it, it's almost, it, it leaves a sour taste in my mouth because it's like, yo, you want me to take pride that you guys colonized my, my hometown? You want me to be patriotic to the space where like, all of these things, like the slave trade was, was enabled a lot mm. by Britain. And as you want me to take, you want me to take pride in that. Um, and yeah, that that leaves a real. I say sour taste because it's like it is. It is. It's a real. It's. I find it offensive. That's like you want me to take pride in this. Um, so gratitude is something that I can resonate with, or resonates with me. Where it's like, yeah, like opportunities by virtue of affiliation or association mm. with this thing. Mm blah 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 which I'm, I'm grateful for yeah um, having an nhs having like yeah. you know literal national uh, service that i can go to a gp and not necessarily have to immediately worry about the bills i'm grateful for that having access to high-speed internet most of the time mm. <laughs> not where i'm living now i'm grateful for that that infrastructure going to college and and i was i, I went to college when ema was still going on so I was getting a clean 30 pounds, clean 30 pounds to, to go to college, clean 30 pounds to, to turn up, you know, and, and I, I'm, I'm grateful for that because that was stupid. That was without, it was a silly thing. Why are you paying me to come and get an education when back in Ghana, we were paying to go to secondary school and you can get kicked out if your school fees aren't paid. Um, like it made no sense to me, but I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for those opportunities. I'm grateful that I'm in a country where because of capitalism, anyone with a decent, you know, capability can open a gym and I can go and practice Kyokushin with like really good people. And I'm grateful for that. But am I proud of anything that I haven't been a part of per se? Uh, so, 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 Robert, what are you proud of being Britain, British? What, what are you proud of? I'm not saying be proud of anything you haven't <laughs> been a part of. I'm talking about the pride in, in your ecosystem, not, not, not the grand whole Britain, like being British. I, I'm not. I don't feel like I'm, I'm staying myself well. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you proud of? What, what, what are you proud of? What do you take pride in? I think. Pride from becoming the person that I've become as a result of all the schools I've been in, all the areas I've grown up in, all the areas that have been influenced in me and into who I've become today. And and it's just like and, and that's, this is pride, a pri- that's pride in in your achievement. No, no, yeah, it's it's pride of my achievement, but it's 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 my achievement based on all the resulting things that have come that have been forces onto me. Okay, yeah. In the same way, you're happy. Like, no, you can you're not happy, but you're proud in all the stuff your dad was able to overcome. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's because of those things that he overcame that you have that pride. 
if those mm. things weren't there, that, that 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 same pride wouldn't be there. Okay, so I should be grateful for the racism that he faced. Yeah, because it shaped him into, into the great man he is today. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm only half joking with that. <laughs> but yeah, I think we should round up. And I know what the title for this episode is going to be. I've got it already. Anyway, hookups. Mm. Hookups. So, um, actually, I won't go first because I need to find this thing properly to give it. Because there's a time, it's time sensitive. So, so I want to go. Okay, I'll go first. Um, I've been rewatching a Netflix series called You. I'll hook it up. It's about this guy called Will, no, Joe Goldberg. He falls in love with his babes, but he's like a serial stalker, serial killer. He comes around to destroy everything and anything that would get in the way of him being with his babes. And, 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 and no happiness. And it shows the dangers of putting too much of your life on social media. So be careful. Um, so I want to hook up a um, Spotify playlist. I hooked it up to the man then, but Peter wasn't appreciating it. He's a pagan. Wait, I, I thought I appreciated the Naruto one. No, no it's not the Naruto one. It's not the real one. This one is called Chill Lo-Fi Christian Worship. I did appreciate it. I just thought they had to do it better. It's <laughs> <laughs> an oxymoron. Um, yeah, it's literally just called Chill Lo-Fi Christian Worship. Um, Peter would rather have lo-fi worship that didn't have the words in it um but this one's got like people actually singing and stuff um and, and that's what makes it christian yeah and it's dope it's dope you could like you can legit actually worship to these ones so, yeah, so before like, before before anyone says i have a demon that's been tormented by worship words it's because when you listen to music when i listen to music at least it's um the words i, I can't have it in the background like I actually pay attention to the words and so lo-fi for me has to be without lyrics otherwise you know it's still as distracting as normal music that's why mm. so worship is distracting yes okay worship is distracting and thus it's not something I do in addition to something else it's something that I focus on mm, I like the way you said that <laughs> but we'll, 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 we'll talk about exorcism in the next episode. Amen. So, um, so my hookup, I can't find the exact one I was looking for, but um, it's, it's a similar thing. It's a free coding bootcamp. Um, so there's two that I will hook up. Well, not two that I'll hook up, but two that I'll mention. They're all on the same page. There's one that's a proper bootcamp style um, uh, course that I think you do you'll do it in, per- in person virtually but with other people and that's the free coding bootcamp um, and then there's like a, a YouTube one which is a free 12 hour bootcamp that um, a lady called Ania Kubo um, did which is again you know you're, you're learning how to code um, for free online and so I'll link these what language? two uh, so the free coding book, I think both of them are just front end. So HTML, CSS, and JavaScript. 
nice yeah but the free code camp um website that i'll link they've got a bunch of ones they've got python they've got sql they've got you know a whole bunch of different languages that you can learn um on their site and they're really good they've got like yeah but anyway so yeah that's um that's my hookup is a free coding bootcamp for anyone interested in programming and coding and wanting to start it um this would be a really good one for you it's absolutely free like no strings attached thanks peter yeah all right let's round up slide in the next thing real quick yeah um apple event just they just did their thing tuesday yeah they're dropping a new ipad mini it looks hard yeah so if you're thinking about an ipad Get the iPad mini. Thank if you're you thinking about an iPad, stop thinking. Think again. <laughs> if you're thinking about an iPad, don't listen to these pagans, yeah? iPad mini, yeah? It comes with the Apple Pen. Well, it doesn't come with it, but it works with exactly. the Apple Pencil it generation come with two. the 80-pound you know, like Apple Pencil that they all charge you Yo, to yo, yo, the, the Apple Pencil is not 80 pounds, it's 120. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was talking about the Apple Pencil 1 then. <laughs> it's 120, but hey, it does its thing, you know. Magnetic click to the side, obviously it charges and that, and it pairs and ting. Hey. But yeah, that's baby. So obviously, I, I don't know if they've actually reduced the price, but the last I checked it was £119, pounds, Um, just for the pencil. But you get to say you've got an Apple Pencil. And you watch too. with what? Is it 20% bigger screen? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. like if Apple was a pastor, they would be Creflo Dollar. <laughs> nah, 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 it would be TD Jakes. No, 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 actually, no, actually, no, 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 no. Joel no. Steve. Joel Steve. Joel Steve. Joel Steve. Joel Steve. Joel Steve. I can't lie. Who would Samsung be? I think Samsung would be um, Francis Chan. No, no, Samsung are not that altruistic. No, no. Just Samsung, it would probably be Benny Hinn. Pre, pre, pre confession, Benny Hinn. Ooh, with the Hadouken moves, yeah? <laughs> with the Hadouken moves. Yeah. Who is Sony doing? Oh, Sony. Sony would be some like unknown local pastor. Yeah, yeah Sony yeah, would be yeah, like yeah. an underground thing. Yeah. Very Still nice. heavyweight, but no one really knows about it. More yeah. This should be okay. an episode. <laughs> Offend everybody. All right, let's go. Um, shout out to the intro outro music. Have a mm. with the ordinary amazing logo. Find us on Twitter at the Furnace UK, Instagram TBS Furnace. You can email us at tbsfurnace.com. You can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash the Black Furnace Bell Apostrophe. On all good podcast websites and apps, Black Furnace Bell Apostrophe. And that's it. So this is the Blacksmith's finest sign out. Blau. Blau. Blau.